0: And we are live. My hair looks very different today. What the heck is this? My goodness. (laughs) Welcome, everybody, to Ask a Wizard. How's it going? No, I didn't get a haircut. Okay, I don't know what's going on here. I think it's because my hair is wet from taking a shower. That might be it. Uh, Welcome, 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 welcome. Hello, Alex. How are you doing? And in today's stream, my goodness, is it going to be a fun one? We are going to be teaching you. Yes, really. How to hack reality. That's right. I'm going to be teaching you a methodology you can use to selectively edit your own personal story and reality. This is a technique that is used by the elites. And once I reveal it to you, you're going to start seeing it everywhere. And a lot of the things that you hear people say when they're saying, how do I be a success? How do I uh, become more successful, and they always are saying the same things that you just are like, well, that doesn't really work though and it really annoys you. We're gonna be teaching you the secret behind how it works, why it works, and why it isn't working for you so that you can utilize that method today. So we are gonna be teaching you that and today in the middle of the stream. But before, before we do that, it's time to do some reading. So if you would like to get a reading, all you need to do is comment below, free reading to get a free sample. I'll do a one card reading for you. And if you'd like to take it to the next level, all you need to do is simply share this stream. When you share this stream, you get a three card reading for free. That is a paid three card reading for free. And it helps me out a lot because it gets a bunch of eyeballs in here. And then it brings in your friends and then I get to do readings for them. So it's a pretty cool scenario. So if you'd like to support me and uh, get a paid reading for free, Give this stream a share, and then finally, if you want to go to the next level, you can always financially support me at PayPal. dot me forward slash Ask a Wizard. Ask a Wizard. Dropping those emojis. Let's get those emojis going. Boom, boom, boom. And pin it. Can we pin it? all right boys and girls we are ready to take off by the way if you are following along uh and have been doing the black spot experiment am i in a dream uh let me know if you've had any results so far i have had no results in terms of lucidity um it has not worked yet but if it's worked for you i'd love to hear i am still doing the experiment so if you are doing the lucid dream experiment let me know I energy, a dream and I would love to hear your results and if you'd like to get a three card reading all you need to do is simply share this stream to get a three card reading or if you just want to get a one card reading and see what this is like is it even for you just comment below and say I'd like a free reading hey Susan how's it going welcome 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 and today is a great stream to invite your friends in because we're gonna be teaching them the methodology for hacking your own personal reality. So that will be a lot of fun. What's news? Well, we are doing the experiment here with the lucid dreaming from Friday. It has not worked yet. Um, We're also doing some three card readings and paid readings right now. And if you'd like to get a free sample reading, Susan, just uh, let me know and you will get one right away. And later on in the stream, I'm going to be teaching you how to hack your own personal reality by using the techniques that the elites use and hide in plain sight. It's going to teach you how to be a PR agency for yourself, and it's going to help you hack your reality to accomplish the goals that you would like in life. Susan says, yes, all right, Susan, will get you a one-card free sample reading. And then afterwards, if you wanna continue this reading, all you need to do is share the stream. And when you share the stream, you will get a three-card reading for free. That is a paid reading for free. Let us begin. All right, let's take a look. Ooh, the Queen of Hearts. Okay, so the Queen of Hearts here. Queen of Hearts represents patience with emotions. So what this is saying is, that the place that you're in right now is a position where you're really having to be patient with your feelings. Um, the things in your life are, there's a lot of emotion, um, a lot of, it's, it's difficult. Because, so there's there's a lot of emotion, but you're also in this position where you're not able to really take action on this emotion. So it's kind of getting bottled up. Um, and so right now, we're just kind of stuck in this position where we're really having to be patient with our emotions. And that's where I'm seeing you at right now. Is that making sense for you, Susan? Is that giving you a little bit of insight? And if it is, let me know. And if you want to take it to the next level, simply let me know that you've shared. And once you have shared, I will uh, get you to the three-card reading. Do-do-do-do, Susan. 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 Susan, saying, yes, it is sounding accurate. Awesome, Susan. Did you want to do the three-card reading as well? Or is that enough information for you? Let me know in the comments below. Do-do-do-do-do. Susan, let me know what you've shared, and we'll get you your three-card reading. Or if it's all the info you need, let me know that too, and we can move on to the next card reading. And if you want to get a three-card reading or a one-card reading, simply say free reading in the comments below and you will get a one card reading for free but i shared and had to leave last time never got the reading. oh well in that case susan let's get your three card reading going right now boom and boom all right susan upgraded thank you for letting me know susan and thank you very much for that share amanda you are up next let me write you down in the books yes sirty getting written down in the book so we don't go and forget you Amanda. Perfect. All right. Bye, pen. It is returned. All right, Susan, let's take a look. That's okay, I'll share it. Well, thank you very much, Susan. I appreciate that. All right. Ooh, okay, okay. So we're looking here into the past, but let's get a philosopher in here first. Who do we need to help us today? Hmm. It's odd. Oddly quiet on the philosopher front, if you ask me. Hmm. Come now. Aristotle's answered everything. Let's go with Aristotle. Aristotle, come on. Let's, let's, Let's get this going. You gotta have the advice for her. All right. Arguably the greatest mind that ever lived. Aristotle is who will be inspiring my reading today. And hopefully giving you a little bit of guidance Susan let's take a look here because we're looking into the past here we got the death card the death card represents uh, the end of a chapter in our lives this is the the end of one season and it's leaving the ground fertile for something new to grow forth this isn't a bad card this isn't a negative card it's it's more or less neutral it's saying that there is a season of something or there's something in the past that has ended and it's ending unlike the tower which is a, a tower is a, basically built on a lie collapses it's destroyed and there's just that path is gone the death card does not represent that the death card instead is an end of something but it's leaving the ground fertile so that new things can grow for grow forth so um this is more of a, actually a bit of a positive card though it can lead to negative things if you grow the wrong thing for example you know if you uh, don't tend your garden weeds will still grow Um, So we're seeing that in the past here, which is leading into the moment where we're at here, which is the queen of hearts. The queen of hearts being the patience with the emotions, as we already covered here. So what this is telling me here is there was probably something that ended in our past here, Susan, that was uh, painful for us, and we haven't really resolved that emotional state yet. Um, We're kind of bottling up those emotions and not really... um, addressing them and feeling them and and really accepting them that's where we're seeing the the patience with the emotions coming in this is giving us a lot more context than that initial first card here and then the question being susan is what do we do to take action on this and the answer here we're getting is balance with our spirituality um solid foundation a a Bringing of wholeness to our deeper principles. So relying on our faith and on our philosophy and really getting our, our virtues, what we hold true in order and to really, uh, if you're religious, for example, like myself, I'm Christian, uh, going to uh, getting your religious practices in order and really committing to those things. And that's going to help with this process of dealing with this pain that has occurred here and uh, that bottling up. This is gonna provide the outlet that you need and the activities that you need to uh, really get that structure. So that, Susan, is the three-card reading I have for you today. Thank you very much for letting me give you a little three-card reading, and I hope you enjoyed it, and I hope it gave you some insights. Let me know in the comments below if you enjoyed it. Thank you very much, Wise Owl. Hello, hello, Wise Owl. How's it going? By the way everybody uh tj is taking a little siesta from the flashing boxes of death um because they're horrible things that put poison into your brain and i'm proud of him for it so uh we are supporting him here but if you're uh, missing out on his awesome and helpful updates that is uh where he's at so just be aware that that is at play so um i'll probably be a little bit slower at managing these comments but if i miss them just let me know like susan was able to help me and remind me that uh she had a reading that she needed and helped me out a lot there hello Carla welcome I'd love a read wizard reading I've never had one all right Carla well let me uh I got Amanda here with a reading um and then we have you on the list Carla you are next after her man I'm just dropping my pen today I don't know why I'm just throwing this thing all over the place All right, Amanda, are you here, Amanda? Let me know. Amanda, 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 are you here? Does anyone remember the Amanda show? That was legit, it was on Nickelodeon. Used to watch it as a kid. That was was an interesting series. I can help at any point, thank you very much. Wise Owl. I appreciate that. Amanda, are you here? Can you make a noise for me in the comments below and let me know what you'd like a three card reading about? By the way, Wiseau, I recently found out uh, through a our our conversations that you have a beautiful accent and voice, and now I'm understanding why my my uh, joking accent, uh, my my poor British accent, uh, you were you were thinking like, is he saying it about me? No, not at all. <laughs> it is not you in any way. Um, but yes, you have a very beautiful voice. You should do voice work. It's great. Um, Clara, thank you. All right, Amanda here. Yes, love that show. General, please, let's do it. Let's go. All right. Giving Amanda a general reading. Let's get this going. I want to shuffle. am going to have to shuffle, by the way, guys. I'm going to be trying this. I don't know if it'll work with the camera, but I, but I do have... do have a regular deck of cards here as well so that i can uh possibly do something later we don't know if it's gonna happen though (laughs) phyllis welcome phyllis all right amanda she was hilarious woo amanda Bynes, yeah she was she crushed all right amanda let's do this who does amanda need insight from well that was a lot quicker thank you very much mr Uh, augustine wow okay uh we're going we're going spiritual today i guess (laughs) the uh, the the man who wrote confessions uh beautiful beautiful philosopher brilliant mind well thank you i didn't think that at all you take you take on british accent was there before you heard me that is correct a (laughs) hundred percent it was uh it comes from a A long heritage, actually. There's a a lot that goes into that accent, now that I think about it. It's beautiful. All right, Amanda. Let us see what we need to do. Hmm, Okay. Right. Okay, so we're looking into the past here. What we see is the two of wands, a choice regarding what matters most in our life. These are really... Wow. Okay, so the two of wands is saying that there's this... A huge choice about the things that matter most in our life, the, the principles, what we believe in, our highest axioms, our goals, the things that we set as our ideal. We're seeing that bubbling up in the past here, Amanda, and that's putting us into a position right now where we're in a point in our life, the Ace of Diamonds in the present, saying that because of the choice we made on our deep principles, it's led us to this position where we're at right now or we're starting something new regarding the material. We're finally starting it out, but it's just beginning. It's just a little seed that's beginning to sprout. It's not even sprouted yet. It's just the germination of the initial act on these principles. You set these principles, you made this big decision in your past, and now you're acting it out. You're beginning the process of acting it out. And this is where we find you at now. It's this this beginning phase, the, the, uh, you haven't even begun the hero's journey, it's the, the start of the story, the beginning of the story, and a great story indeed. Uh, this can also relate to, with the diamonds being related to the material, it could be finance or health, is typically what these tend to be related to. Um, other material things as well, but those are the two major ones that we see showing up here. Now, what do we need to know? And is this sounding accurate for you, Amanda? Let me know in the comments below. I wanna make sure I'm giving you the insights you're looking for. Um, However, what do we need to know about this time right now that's gonna get us to move forward in our goals? Yes, so accurate. I'm starting over from scratch. Wow, I'm glad to hear that this is accurate for you, Amanda, and hitting spot on. It's crazy how synchronistic these things can be sometimes. So what do we need to do? Well, the, the key thing that we're being reminded of here is the Seven of Wands. So the Seven of Wands is about confidence in these principles. We need to hold the choice that we made on our principle back in the day, and we need to hold it as an ideal. Because in the beginning, there's gonna be ups, there's gonna be downs, there's gonna be mistakes, it's gonna happen, and that's just part of the story. However, when we hold our ideal as the ideal, we can turn those mistakes into Direction. So positive or negative, we can get closer and closer to our axiom. With with the axiom of our principle, the highest goal, a positive is a positive and a negative is just a turn towards the positive. We can make it work for us uh, once you've set your goal as your highest ideal. So what this is saying is don't get bogged down in the minutia of the material and forget your axiom. Keep reaffirming what, choice you made why you made it why it was important and use that as your motivation when times are tough and when times are going well that is the uh, advice that we would draw from here and that is the three card reading i have for you today amanda i hope that that was beneficial and gave you some insights and helps you out let me know in the comments below if that helped you out. And if you loved it, share it. Share it out to the world. Share it to the people. Give it to them. All of the people. The free readings. That's my uh, Bane promotional program. Uh, yes, Bain unfortunately found out that uh, communism doesn't work as a sustainable business model. And uh, now he's out of work, so he works for me as my uh, PR agent. So, that's Bane. <laughs> I'm gonna get sued. <laughs> that would be terrible. Then your, so you 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 can't you can't just no. <laughs> it was a parody, okay. All right, Clara legendary clara in the chat by the way if you want to get a free reading all you need to do in the comment section below is let me know that you'd like a free reading and i will get you a one card free sample reading like claire is about to get or if you want to take it to the next level all you need to do is share this stream and when you share this stream you get a three card reading a paid three card reading for free And it helps me out a ton, guys, because it gets more eyeballs in here Then I get to give them free readings. And so the process continues. So if you'd like to help me out, uh, do that, please. And if you want to take it all the way, you want to go to the the premium level, go to paypal.me forward slash Ask a Wizard. Pay whatever you think a reading is worth, and I will give you a 10-card reading. And you will be supporting me and what I do. What do we got here from Amanda? I'm blown away. Lack confidence in myself and need to hear that. Any progress, good or bad, is progress. Thank you. Awesome, Amanda. Well, Amanda, today's lecture on how to hack your reality is going to really benefit you a lot then. The lectures today is going to teach you the exact process you can use and that the elites use and don't... uh, They basically hide it in plain sight by using uh, intentionally obscure language. So, um, and simplified language. And I'm gonna be teaching you exactly how to do it so you can start hacking your own reality and using those principles. Clara has shared, Oh, Clara jumping in quick. She's like, I'm not even gonna do that free sample, I trust. I saw that reading with Amanda, it was so amazing. I'm just gonna share right now. And you know what? For that, Clara, you are rewarded with the three card reading. I'm liking it, let's get Clara's reading going do 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 clara's three card reading beginning now by the way if you're uh we're on friday's stream where we learned how to do the lucid dreaming well not learned we're doing an experiment am i dreaming uh you can let me know if you're joining the black spot am i dreaming experiment i'd love to hear it so far for me i haven't had any results but if uh you have had results i'd love to hear I'm here. General is fine. Let's well, wing it. All right, Claire. Let's get Gen- Claire some general insights. Do-do-do-do-do-do. Ooh, Clara. Getting the impression, Claire, you are uh, charged with emotion. You are a feeler for sure. Emotion is a, a massive, massive part of your life. In fact, I think that the, uh, the Hegel is probably going to be the one. I'm not going to do Nietzsche. Get out of here, Nietzsche. We own nothing. We don't want... No. Hegel is the way we're gonna go. Hegel's just a better version of Nietzsche, you know? Just wrote all of Nietzsche's ideas in a better way. Um, (laughs) I'm just throwing shade right now. I shouldn't be doing that. I'm sorry. (laughs) Uh, Carla. Sorry, it's Carla. Sorry, I apologize. Thank you, Carla. Do-do-do. Carla. Carla. Got a lot of emotions here. So we got... We got charge. We got the nine, the seven, and the king of hearts. All hearts. So a lot of emotional energy, a lot of powerful emotions. This is, uh, this strikes me. Uh, The the image that comes to my mind is the, uh, the, the, the mama bear. The, the one that will, will tear your face off if you get near their children, their cubs. This, uh, maternal but powerful force of energy. Um. this is this is interesting so let's see what insights we've got here today now no problem susan see you in a bit uh now carla hegel is a bit weird to understand a little bit uh cryptic sometimes so i apologize in advance if uh, it's a bit confusing let me know and i can uh, try and give you a little bit further insights here but let's find out because who better i guess we could go for Wittgenstein. he's pretty good on it too but that's more language i'm sorry i'm uh thinking out loud. But right now we're with Eagle. Okay. Right, right. All right. So we're looking into the past here. What we see is the nine of hearts. So Carla, we, we see the nine of hearts showing up in the past. This is about attainment of emotion. So what this is telling me is that you you found your ideal love in the past um this might be a specific person however my intuition not what the cards are telling me but my intuition is telling me that this is more of like a understanding and discovering what you want you you know the ideal person you want in your life um the the you could call it like the the love of your life um you've set the standards here, and this is in the past of knowing exactly what you want. Now, as we walk into the present here, we see the King of Hearts. Now the King of Hearts is interestingly serendipitous with this particular setup here because the King of Hearts embodies the archetype of the perfect man. Um, Symbolically, this tends to represent the husband figure uh, the the ideal man the the person that we strive for the, the the dreamy guy in the movies the Aragorn the the guy who's just got it all the the, the perfect guy you know? <laughs> that's where we see with the king of hearts representing here so what this can indicate is either we found our ideals and we are now we've found the person who embodies those ideals or we're in this state here where we have our ideals and now we're trying to Actualize those emotions. We know what we want and now we're trying to find it and we're trying to find it in a person and that's where we're kind of finding the the current circumstances at right now in the present. Is this making sense to you, Carla? Is this sounding on point? I want to make sure I'm giving you the insight you need and if not, we will adjust accordingly to make sure that we're giving you the right info. Let me know in the comments below. I like the yellow thumbs up, Carl. Is that a thumbs up of, yes, this is on point? Or a thumbs up of, yes, you have said my name correctly after saying it wrong repeatedly. I apologize. <laughs> now I'm going to get the cryptic, yes, because I asked two questions and there's a 15 second delay. My apologies. <laughs> but yeah, let me know. And... uh I will uh, move on forward if this is sounding accurate for you. And if not, we will uh, figure out where we went amiss. Is this emotion not related to romance? Could it potentially be about passions? We will not know until Carla lets us know. Yes, I know what I deserve, but where is the ideal man? My last one clearly showed nothing as ideal. All right, so this is sounding on point. Okay, so you went through this process, this pain point, where you, you, you kind of went with the wind, if you will. You know, kind of uh, went the the wrong direction, or perhaps uh, the, the didn't have your ideal set, but. You were able to take that information, turn it into positive information and attain, well, now I know what I do want. I understand my standards now. I understand what I'm looking for in a relationship. And now we're in this process here where we're trying to actualize those ideals. Now, typically my advice in this situation is, a lot of the times our ideals we set can be a little too high and then we're trying to match up something that's not realistic, but in this case, Um, the card that is the recommendation for you is actually the seven of hearts. The seven of hearts is confidence with your emotions. Twice and then two marriages. Wow. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that, Carla, but you know, um, like I was saying earlier, the hero's journey, we, we have our ups and we have our downs, but, um for example, I'm a, I'm a Christian. So I know that the end of the story, if it's not good, that means the story's not over yet because I know the end of the book. I read the Bible. So, uh, regardless of where you're at, know that you can get through it and you will be able to move forward. So, uh, keep that in mind. Now, what do we do in this person particular circumstance though? So the seven of hearts is about confidence in our emotions. So rather than my standard, um, the the advice I find myself giving a lot is that, hey, our standards held a little too high? In this case, I'm seeing that they're not. It's actually um, the bigger fault that we need to be aware of is lacking confidence in our standards, thinking that we need to lower them when we shouldn't be. We we haven't put in the time and the effort yet to do that process. So what the advice I have for you here is to make sure you're holding that standard. Don't just um, hold it up as a front. You really want to make that a solid here, because um, you've been through this process before. It hasn't worked before. It's hurt before. And so, what we want to do is instead let's set the ground. Uh, let's set the ground rules up front. Let's really filter the results here and get the ideal that we're looking for, and not just um, settle on these things. And. I think that that's probably going to lead you to a better path and ideally give you something that's going to be beneficial in the long-term. Um, so a lot of emotional charge here, uh, Carla, a lot of emotion. So what, I th- what I'm getting the impression here that it's also like a personality type thing. You should definitely check in some self-knowledge, journaling, dream journaling, and the 16 personality types is a great place to start. Uh, If you Google 16 personality types, it's a free test you can take online. It'll tell you your personality type and give you some information about yourself. When you're charged with this much emotional energy, um, you need to know that and you need to understand how you're reacting in these situations and then learn to tame this. because This is power, but power uh, uncontrolled will do damage to you, do damage to others, um, but it can also be turned into very useful and very powerful things um so figuring out like what the outlet is for yourself for example if you're introverted it might be writing is a really powerful outlet for highly emotionally charged personality types that are introverted if you're extroverted it could be something like uh doing concerts even stand-up comedy those are uh, examples of highly emotionally charged outlets for creativity so that would be my recommendations for you carla (laughs) i almost messed it up there at the end i caught myself uh that is my reading I have for you today and I hope that I gave you some insights and helped you out your knight in shining arbor will come along and ditch the ones dressed in aluminum foil <laughs> unless they and what was it the, what, what, the there was a conspiracy where people would wear aluminum foil right what was that for oh my gosh what is tinfoil hat that's what I'm thinking of tinfoil hats <laughs> I never knew the story behind it. I just know it was a thing that they did back in the day that was hilarious. Alright. Clara, uh, Phyllis. Hello, Phyllis. Did you want a reading, Phyllis? Let me know in the comments below. And we'll get you a reading. Oh yes, we will. Carla. Carla with a thumbs up. I'm loving him. Awesome. And Carla saying exactly. Welcome, Mr. Aldo, in the chat. How's it going, bud? Would you like to do a card reading? I can do a card reading for you, Mr. Aldo. Aldo, the the legendary, the legendary Aldo. Phyllis says, yes, general reading, please. All right, Phyllis. Did you already share, Phyllis, or are you looking for a free sample reading? I can uh, get that free sample going for you right now while we wait for your answer. Uh, And if you have shared, then you will uh, get the three-card reading. However, I don't see share next to your name, Phyllis. I am skeptical. However, some people don't get share next to your name uh, because they don't share publicly or they share to a group. That's perfectly fine. I will trust you on the honor system because Phyllis sounds like a trustworthy name. And I I honestly am basing it on that solely. Solely the fact that when I hear the name Phyllis, I think, yes, very trustworthy. (laughs) She says she has shared. Therefore, here we go. Let's see where we're at. Ooh, all right, Phyllis, look at this. Now, again, guys, it's important to note, I am not a psychic. I am not i uh, I'm not a psychic. I'm not communicating with spirits. I'm not talking to angels. I'm not talking to demons. I am a wizard. I am using archetypical story, uh, philosophy, magic and illusion that i've studied and i use these cards as a memory palace that's how i remember the information here so what i'm doing here is i've memorized what i've read in these books with these cards and then you bring your individuality and i say have you considered your perspective from this perspective what about this perspective and that's more or less how it works um so just be aware that that's what's going on here and with that all being said Let's get you the information you need. I shared publicly and two friends. And yes, I'm very honest. Woo! I'm telling you, Phyllis. My instincts, they're they're spot on. It makes no sense. But it does. And I've been reading about this in Plato. And now I'm going to go on a bit of a tangent because of that. So I'm reading about this. There's a debate that I'm reading in Plato that's about do the names of things have the meaning and essence of what it is to be a thing so like if you know what something's true name is does that in some way give you power over that thing is that the essence of that thing and at first you're like well no of course not that doesn't make much sense right it's like if if you called lettuce turtles but it was still leafy greens it would still be leafy greens right however when you think about it in context of names it's a bit odd, right? Like for example, if someone was named Bubba, they're not gonna be a tiny little small scrawny guy, right? In your head at least, it's weird, but it's, there's something there, it's very bizarre. I haven't finished the book yet, so maybe Socrates will answer the question, but um, it is certainly interesting to think about how the name seems to imbue something with it. It's, it's odd um all right here let's see who what insight are we going to get for phyllis today let's go with socrates here let's get some socratic wisdom going i'm a fan of socrates all right looking into the past here what we see is the ace of spades so the ace of spades is about the start of a new way of thinking um this is in the past here so this is saying like we began learning a new, new information, a new, uh, new logic, uh, gathering new wisdom. This could be like an education phase. This might be like going to school, um, or this could be literally just researching and gaining wisdom. So that's what we're seeing popping up here. Um, (laughs) my husband is Bubba. He is 5'10". Awesome. There we go. Uh, I know he put me through a great deal that these seven years but taught me a valuable oh i'm sorry i'm I'm getting distracted i thought that was uh you phyllis my apologies (laughs) um all right so what we're seeing here is this process of learning and gathering information and um walking into the present here what we see is the seven of spades so the seven of spades is telling us to be that we're now attained a level of this this path of knowledge that we were on we have now gained confidence in it. We now feel, um, like we've really mastered the material as it was in the in the intellectual sense. We feel like we have enough of this wisdom to where we can act on it in the real world. Um, so that's where we catch find you at right now. However, the seven of spades is that's the intellectual. So intellectually, we know that we're there, but we're not seeing the action on this this is just the knowledge of it so that's where we find you at right now is this sounding accurate for you phyllis i want to make sure it's on point for you if not i can adjust accordingly just uh let me know in the comments below and i will uh, make sure we're giving you the wisdom that you need pretty bummed today i forgot my water bottle (sighs) it's probably gonna be frozen by the end of the stream it's a bummer but alas I shall move on. Phyllis says, "I read a lot. Awesome, Phyllis. So um, that so this is making a lot of sense here. So we're reading a lot of books. We're getting on point, and now we've gained the knowledge. Now, what Socrates would say? And I apologize; he is a bit of a blunt person. However, he's that you know that master inqu- uh, inquirer, the person who asks just that right question here, which is." if we know something intellectually but we aren't acting that principle out do we really know it are we actually taking action on it are we taking that information and then acting on it and if not do we really truly know it is knowing the right thing to do the same thing as knowing the right thing to do and doing the right thing and I think Socrates would argue that it's not in fact Socrates was a bit of uh, extremist in this regard he would go and uh, he wouldn't write anything down Uh, he had Plato followed him around and wrote it down for him because he was in his theory it was like if I'm spending my time writing down my philosophy uh, I'm not living my philosophy and that's what it means to truly be a philosopher is not to write about the philosophy but to act out the philosophy and so what his advice would be in this situation here is what we really need is a disruption in our emotions we need to charge these things emotionally we can't just have this intellectual knowledge we really need to understand it conceptually we need to understand the concept and charge ourselves with that knowledge emotionally so that we take action we need the logos to be formed with the emotion so that it can be materialized in the material sense So that's really what we need right now is to really charge up what we already know. That's going to be crucial here. And I think that that's going to help you out a lot is um, just, I think it was on a previous stream just a few nights ago. If you go to the podcast or if you go to askwizardmagic.com, sign up for the owls, um, you'll get an email that has those uh, podcasts in it as well. However, uh, there's a podcast about how to pick one idea, How, how we can isolate one idea and try that one idea out in the real world, actually act out the idea. And that process allows you the freedom of taking the time to act on an idea without sacrificing all these other great ideas that you want to take action on. So um, I would definitely check that podcast out. I think it's going to give you a lot of insight. And I believe, guys, this is the first time I've been able to self-reference the stream as a historic knowledge base to help people in the future, which is a really historical moment now that I think about it. Well, this is awesome. This is really awesome. I'm glad. I'm having a good time now. (laughs) And Phyllis, I hope that that is uh, giving you some insight. Is that helping you out, Phyllis, and giving you the insight you're looking for? Uh, let me know in the comments below. And also, if you want to get owl-fied, you can, as well as anyone else. If you'd like to get owl-fied, that means get an owl name, like Wise Owl. All you need to do is come up with a cool nickname followed by the word owl, and that is your new owl name. You simply do that, and I will owl you. And then let me know what your owl name is, and I will address you by it in the chat. Yeah, I'm a bit of a hermit, so I don't really use my knowledge, left out. It- It makes, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, well, it's totally makes sense. It's very common. Uh, It's uh, something I see all the time in my industry. Uh, I'm, you know, type A, I'm an ENTP. um, So uh, the circles that I run in is, you know, creative artists, uh, entrepreneurs, uh, eccentrics, a lot of the time. And, And what you find is the people who are actually going out and doing it um, which is the circles I run in, is very different from the below the, the eccentrics. Because you kind of have to be an eccentric to do that kind of quality of work, to be an entrepreneur, to be an artist uh, for a living, to uh, do really bizarre things, more or less. And then there's people below that that have this culture that is around trying to idealize that personality type as a good thing and there's a lot of flaws you can go ask alex about it she she knows there's a lot of flaws um it's not all sunshine and rainbows um I mean, there's a reason we're less than 1% of the population is because uh, we're not very fit for survival, <laughs> okay? So, um, but you run into these groups of people who think, I'm going to gain the information to attain the thing. I'm going to gain the wisdom to attain the thing. Um, and in reality, what they need to do is actualize. They, that's what I'm always telling uh, the people. I, I get DMs all the time. Can you help me marketing my business? And it's like... Um are you, have you asked anyone to buy your product that you know yet? Have you emailed them? No, well, I mean, no. I was thinking more like running some Facebook ads and whatnot. And you're like, well, why are you running ads if you're not getting sales yet? Well, you got me, because I got to, you know, Facebook ads are going to let me test the product. And it's, uh, you got to get the funnel set up. What? Why, why does your product need a funnel to sell? is it not good enough to just buy well i i don't think the corn dog stand has a funnel or facebook ads so what's going on here and you know it's that kind of inter- that kind of inquisition that uh you need because and it's hurt it, it, it hurts because it's bringing you boom it's smacking you into reality it's it's a reality slap in the face of oh right oh oh right okay what what I need to do is actually act on the information. And that's hard to hear, but it is the information you need to hear. It's the gather the information, take action on it. Action, you don't truly know something until you've acted out the thing that you know. Um, you, you Having the ideas isn't enough. Um, that's why I often tell you guys... Here, I'm not a smart guy. I have learned wisdom from smart people and I'm simply uh, delivering it in a means that is easy to understand and digest. I am um, I'm not, I'm, I'm administering the ideas to you for you to actualize them. That's what wizardry is, is taking wisdom and giving it to potential heroes so that they can move forward on their hero's journey. And so that's what I'm trying to do right now for you. I love being at home in nature. That's awesome, Phyllis. You're probably, um, I mean, definitely take the 16 personality types. I can't just uh, spitball what your personality is based on some Facebook comments. Definitely go there for this advice. But I'm guessing probably introverted. Um, you might even be IS IS something, man. But there's, there's a personality type that they're like, their whole thing is they like to be alone at home, reading books and walking through nature and on trails and just just moving along through life so uh um there's a personality type that sounds really close to yours so you might want to check it out and get some wisdom on you know that's helpful for you on how to actualize your potential how to take action based on your personal uh characteristics and with that we're going to move right on into the lecture thank you so much yeah very introverted Love, love being myself awesome that's great and with that we are going to begin the lecture so if you have any friends that would like or yourself would like to hack reality if you want to learn how to selectively edit your own personal narrative if you're wanting to get the inside information the secrets that the elites have and hide in plain sight i'm going to be revealing that to you guys right now so let's share this stream out guys share it like this thing let's blast it to the moon drop it in some groups let's get some people in here because we're going to be dropping some wisdom today that is going to help you guys out immensely and at the end of this stream or at the end of this uh, lecture i should say if you find the wisdom that i'm about to give you helpful and useful uh please go to paypal.me forward slash askawizard and pay whatever you think the wisdom is worth and what you can afford uh i don't want you to pay if you are not in a good financial position there are many ways you can support me outside of finances which is like sharing the stream dming it to a friend tagging a friend there's tons of different ways you can help um but I like to follow the platonic model. I like to give people wisdom and let them pay me whatever they think the wisdom is worth and what they can afford. So with that all being said, we are gonna begin the lecture right now. So, how do you hack reality? How do you become your own PR agency? And what does that even mean? Well, this is based on the concept that You're a storytelling machine. You understand the world through narrative. And we live in a world that is filled with more data than we can ever analyze. So your brain is constantly taking information in and filtering it into a narrative and telling a story about itself. That's what we're doing all of the time. Now, as you may know, I have a background in marketing and I run in close circles with PR. So what is PR? You might know public relations. These are the guys that can spin any story. They, these are the people that could take Kim Jong-un and make him sound like a, you know, sad tale of a hero downtrodden who's just down on his luck. But one day he's going to come forth and he's going he's gonna to make it back. Like they can turn anybody's story into this beautiful narrative of the unsung hero, regardless of who they are or what they do. And a lot of people... Uh, see through that nonsense and say that's not that's garbage that's because you're dealing with other people and it's like maybe five ten percent of people who get fooled by it but that's still a sizable amount when you send it out to 100 million people what i'm teaching you is a to be to use the same principles of pr but rather trying to influence the people around you what we want to do is instead influence you your personal story your personal PR. We want you to start being the best representative of yourself to yourself. And that is what we're gonna be talking about today. Yes, Jolene, after this lecture, you can get a reading for sure. Um, so, how do we do that? Well, the first thing we need to do is we need to start writing down our wins. And why? And what do I mean by that? It means when you succeed at something, when you accomplish something, you need to take the time to sit down and write it on paper. When you write it on paper, this activates a different part of your brain that really locks it in. Your brain favors negative thoughts 10 to 1. So we really need to take the energy to really commit these things to writing. And we want a reference that we can look at and see and say, oh right, I succeeded here, I succeeded here, I succeeded here, and it doesn't matter how small it is, we want to write our wins down. Also, we are not going to write our failures down at all. So that's the first step. Write down your wins. Now you might be asking yourself, but Tyler, I, my life sucks. I am a failure. It's not working. You know, I, I don't have anything, really. I, I think I'm my life's garbage, and, and that's... You know, at least you're able to feel that and be honest with that. That's that's like 90% of the battle, man. So if that's where you find yourself at, what you need to do is start writing down the wins by creating wins. Now, how do you create wins? Start as small as you possibly need to do. If it's as simple as, I want to drink more water today. Boom, set it down. You, My goal is to drink uh, 64 ounces of water today and write it down as your goal accomplish it and write down your win i sat down to drink 64 ounces of water and i did write down the win i wanted to clean up my table and i got it clean whatever level you need to start at start there start building the wins that's what to do if you're if you're starting at zero you just don't feel like there's anything positive start as small as you need to go And if you ever find yourself in a rut, start as small as you need to go. Just work your way up and write down the wins. So that's the first step. And the the caveat to what do I do if I don't have any wins? Well, what this is gonna be doing is building a story bank. This is stories of you being a success. These are times that you accomplished things. You did the impossible. You um, made things happen. The stories that are awesome about you. Now you might notice that what do you do in PR? When PR, when things happen, you make a little success, you turn it into a big success, right? The 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 charity event raised uh, 350 bucks, but it got a hundred people in, right? A hundred, but was it just a hundred people, or was it a hundred? influential people in the orange county area oh oh that sounds more efficient right so we can take these small wins and we can start really not lying we want to stay with the truth truth is important here but we want to really bolster them up we really want to highlight the the impact of these stories to ourselves so um that's where the writing of the wins gets upgraded that's the pr elements we're not just writing down the logical i did this we want to really spice up what we did. We want it to sound amazing. We really want to beef it up, get some nice, powerful punch to it. That's the, the punching up, the PR part. Now, what do we do when we run into mistakes? When we uh, have uh, things that we fail at that, that aren't a success? Well, it's important to note that those are initial losses. So what does a PR team do when something doesn't go right, when it doesn't go wrong? Well, the first thing they do is they don't write it down. They don't commit it to. Uh, they don't commit it to writing. They downplay it, ignore it, and obfuscate it through reframing. So they say as little as possible. Oh no, did I miss it? Hey, welcome, Madison. No, we're we're doing the lecture right now. Um, so what they do is welcome, Jason. How's it going, man? So what they're doing here is they're not. Um, they're not just ignoring the lecture, or they're not going to write down the information, but there will be times where they have to address it at least with themselves, internally, or with people who are commenting. So when the company does something negative, they will reframe it and say, well, no, 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 I didn't fail. This was a step in the direction towards success. And that's the reframing. So, How does that work for you on the personal level? Remember, we're being our own PR agency here. So, when you fail, you make a mistake. Simply reframe the mistake. All you need to do is say, well, this is how this is working for me. This is the wisdom that I'm going to gain from this. This is the win that is coming about from this failure. Um, If I failed five times, I just learned five ways to not succeed, but I'm getting one step closer to success. is the reframing so those are the two principles really here that we want to do to start hacking reality to start changing our lives completely to gain the the access to what what in the world get out of here get out of here fruit fly how dare you be gone this is my kingdom sorry had an invader (laughs) um these are the principles here. Hey Tara, how's it going? It's me. I hope you remember. I definitely do. You were just posting uh, today. Uh, uh, Fitzgerald right here. Scott Fitzgerald. I don't know why I'm only using his last name. Um, So those are the two core principles here at play. We're going to write down our wins and we're going to really punch them up like a PR agency for ourselves in our losses we're not going to write them down but in our minds we're going to reframe well actually this was a win for me to get closer to my goal because of x um, this is the wisdom i'm going to take away from that moment so it's not a failure it's simply a lesson it's energy that i've gained and knowledge that i've gained to get more and more success the third step here and the final step is what you're probably more familiar with which is propaganda And this is, you may have heard me mention before, I got a little bit of hate for saying it, but propaganda isn't bad. Uh, Propaganda is neutral. It can be used for good and it can be used for bad. In this case, I'm gonna teach you how to use propaganda for yourself for good. Now the PR agency would blast your message out hundreds of thousands of people all the time. Everyone's talking about you, putting your message out to the world. We don't really care about the other people though, right? What we really wanna do is control our own reality. We wanna control our own perception of reality. So now that we're writing down our wins, we're punching them up, making them sound more amazing. Not that they, than they are. We just want them to sound their best. Uh, the, the quote that comes to mind is, don't make them, don't be yourself, be your best self. So we don't want them to just be your wins. We want them to sound like your best wins. We've got this long list. We want to propagandize ourselves. We want to be constantly referencing these wins so that they're in the tops of our mind of, hey, remember when I succeeded at that? Hey, remember when I succeeded at that? Remember when I did this? Of course I can accomplish this goal. Of course I can get this thing done. Of course I can get myself out of this rut. Of course, because I won here, I won here, I won here. Of course I can win. I've got all these wins. I've got a bank of wins. This is the propaganda for yourself. Forget about what other people think about you. Start being your own PR for yourself. Care what you think about you and start the propaganda process. And that's it. That is how you can become your own PR agency. This is the secret of the elites. And this is where the final thing I want to cap up on here is what do I mean by that? The secret of the elites. Well, you always hear it all the time. When you ask someone who's successful, how do you you get so successful? Well, you know, I, just, I think positive. It's positive thinking. That's the real secret here. Is it's just the power of positive thinking. And that sounds nice, right? But that's not what I just told you. That's only one element. And as we mentioned before, if you just think positive and visualize your success, um, every negative one is worth 10. 10. A negative thought is 10 times more uh, sticky in your mind than a positive thing. So if you're not writing them down, deleting the negatives, reframing them to positives and then propagandizing yourself with the positives, you don't stand a chance. Just thinking positive isn't enough. What you need to do is follow this procedure and that's really going to let you start editing your reality. And you're literally doing that in the same way that a PR story will take a negative story and a positive story and spin it whichever way they want. You want to do that with your life, your goals, and your reality. And that is the process to do it. And so that is how to be your own PR agency. That is how to hack your reality. And I hope you guys enjoyed that. If you liked that lecture, if you felt like that wisdom was beneficial for you, please go to paypal.me forward slash askwizard and pay whatever you think the wisdom was worth. And with that all being said, we're going to move right on to our next batch of readings. And I believe... Hey what was it jolene would like a reading jolene are you still here let me know in the comments below and we will get your one card reading going unless you shared in case you shared let me know and we will get you a three card reading as well and while we wait let's catch up with the comments got jason in the chat crushing hey madison how's it going oh no did i miss it not at all madison 9 p.m pacific coast time every day monday through friday Madison doing the claps, liking the claps. Woo! Tara, it's me, remember here? I hope you remember me. I do, I definitely do, Tara. Uh did you want a reading today, Madison or Tara? Let me know. In the comments below, and we'll get you a reading going. Jolene, Jolene, would you like a reading? Let me know in the comments below. Also, if you have any questions about the lecture, want some information. Uh, let me know and definitely apply this principle i'd love when um i've been getting a lot of dms lately from people who've been applying the things that they've learned in these lectures and accomplished the results and they're getting their dreams they're they're getting uh, jobs that they couldn't imagine they've made businesses that have started getting profit for the first time we have people who have just you know gain self-confidence in themselves people who have been able to overcome negative belief patterns from the lectures that they've been getting and they let me know so if you have great results with the information you get here let me know i'd love to hear it and share it with the owls guys because it really means a lot and that's why i do these things is there a way to hack getting over anxiety um, well, Claire, there's a whole host of causes that can cause anxiety. It's important to note, I'm not a psychologist nor a psychiatrist. So I can't help with uh, any medical related problems. However, you're just talking about the general anxiety that we all get as humans. Um, some advice that I, I can, I should probably put together a lecture on it. There's a lot of different things. I personally think that there's an element of charge to it. It's a, it's about an energy, um, people who are very energetic and so there's different problems and solutions for it i've helped some people with it however again not a doctor can't provide medical advice and um go to a doctor if you're suffering from any medical illness whatsoever don't go to wizards on the internet for medical advice um but yeah so i can i'll I'll have to put that together though because i don't want to just do it off the top of my head and be wrong (laughs) izzy hey welcome izzy how's it going Just wonder with your range of knowledge. Yeah, yeah, there's, there's, the problem is is it's not like one source of problem. Like there was a owl back in the day I was doing one-on-one with and they had, and again, I know I've said it, but just for legal purposes, of course, I am not a doctor at all. Um, She suffered from anxiety and switched to a ketogenic diet and her anxiety just, went away she was just gone it was the removal of carbs so I guess she was just having like an anxiety and I didn't recommend she start a keto diet it's just something she happened to be doing while um we were doing our one-on-ones and she's like you know that anxiety problem we've been like that I always bring up and then you tell me to go talk to a doctor about well I started a keto diet and it just went away it was just gone and uh then she switched to a less strict diet but she realized it was the the carbs if she had a huge amount of carbs it was elevating her heart rate and then that was triggering uh, like an anxiety response because her brain had like associated accelerated heart rate with anxiety so it was a purely biological thing and then what would happen is this triggering of the heart got the anxiety and then her brain would run with that trigger it was like a pavlonian response so she'd get anxiety she's freaking out and she's like well why do i feel anxious there must be a reason i'm anxious right and then she would try to find things to justify her anxiousness and then that would cause the spiral um, so it ended up that she gained control over it because she identified the pattern. But that's just one way. That's one way that people have overcome it. There's there's other obviously other reasons as well. Izzy, did you want a reading? Well, let me know in the comments below. Uh, it doesn't look like Jolene is here anymore. If Jolene is here and wants her reading, let me know in the comments below. Madison as well, if you'd like a reading or Tara. Let me know in the comments below. We'll get your reading going. Or if you have any questions about the lecture. Um, However, Claire, what I would recommend doing based on today's lecture is, if that's a problem you're trying to overcome, um, use this method that I just described now. Set your goal as to, I, wise owl, will overcome my anxiety. I, wise owl, will overcome my anxiety. That's your axiom. You've set an axiom for yourself that's not a positive or negative it is a systematic way of approaching your goals as when the axiom is it's if i am still anxious well, i am moving towards my goal of accomplishing the freedom of anxiety if i am getting less anxious i am accomplishing my goal by getting closer to not being anxious both sides win positive negative write down the times that you win Write down the times that you, uh, and don't write down the times that you fail. Reframe them into the positive. What did you learn? And then propagandize yourself and then start looking for solutions. Look for doctors. Try nutrition. Try diet and exercise. Try sleeping. Try uh, limiting your caffeine. Did you know uh, large amounts of caffeine actually are associated with anxiety? Uh, drink And by large amounts, I'm not talking about like a ton. It, it's actually crazy. It's like an energy drink, has enough to trigger anxiety in the average-sized person. It's it's nuts. A, a large coffee from Starbucks is enough caffeine to trigger anxiety in some people. Um, so there's a lot of things out there, but treat it as your axiom, set it as your goal, and accomplish it, and you will you'll get there, or you'll keep trying until you win. Izzy says yes. Would love a reading. I'm feeling stuck in life. A no clue what is is it I should be doing in my life right now? Izzy, that sounds like exactly what a wizard can help with. Let's do it. Oh, those energy drinks are crazy bad. That's true. <laughs> I was drinking a ton of caffeine uh, just a couple weeks ago, man, and I just stopped completely, and no lack, loss of energy at all. It's pretty cool. No problem, Wise Al. I'm glad that that was able to help you. Let's get Izzy's reading going. do 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 Oh, I have to do something real quick for, uh, for Claire. Got the, uh, the uh, Seven of Diamonds here. Just uh, place that right into the middle of the deck. Seven of Diamonds jumps to the top. I'll even let you see it go in, all right? You can see, go right into the deck here. About the middle. You can see it's not on the top yet, right? I'll let you watch it the whole time. The whole time. (laughs) There's your magic trick for you, Claire. (laughs) I <laughs> can't, I had to, I had to do it. It's really hard to do on a on a freaking camera though with like no angle, like it's just this little box. Oh, well, well, pretty soon we'll be able to do it in person again and then I can start doing magic live for you guys again. All right, Izzy, sorry for that uh, little delay, but let's get your reading going. Izzy, and I believe Izzy shared already, so let's uh, just go on in with the three card reading here. Do, do 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 All right. Ooh, two three. Almost got a sequence there, Izzy, but not a full sequence. So nothing too synchronistic to look out for today. Oh, that reminds me. We had a synchronistic uh, DM. Um, we hit that synchronistic point last week, and um. It was pretty bizarre and this uh leads me to if you guys have any experiences that are synchronistic odd uh, occurrences a weird phenomenon uh they do tend to pop up here with the and what's happening here is it's it's interesting it's called a placebo effect right um we hear that in a derogatory sense you hear oh it's the placebo effect that's just you know your mind playing tricks on you it's not real um But what is in actuality happening is I'm bringing your attention to the bizarre nature of reality that constantly surrounds you. And I'm just bringing your attention to that. And so the things that were already going to occur that you would have ignored, you're now paying attention to. And so that's the first step, it's a paracosm. And then the placebo effect is when your mind is able to alter your perceptions and your physical body in a way that we have no idea how it does it. We have no medical understanding of it. And we can't find any mechanism for how it works, but you know it's the placebo effect, guys. Don't worry, we we understand it. It's the placebo effect. It's like, oh, you mean the thing where our minds do things that aren't supposed to be possible? Y- yeah, placebo effect. <laughs> so, just be aware. Uh, that's that's a fun one. That we 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 need to go deeper on that topic because of how uh, insidious a spell that is. It's just a straight magic trick. It's propaganda all right izzy now that i've uh, gone on two tangents let us get your reading going is there anything in well izzy's got the the perfect person for a wizard reading looking for direction in life how do you go where where's the start where do we go just feel stuck I want to bring in Tolkien, but he's not a philosopher. He's got archetypical stories. He's referenced a lot in my cards. Jung. Jung would be the way to go here. I had to step away. Did I miss you? No, Tara, I'm still here. If you'd like to get a reading, Tara, just share the stream, and you'll get a reading like Izzy is about to get right now from with Mr. Jung. All right, Izzy yeah so we're looking into the past here and we see the two of spades the two of spades is a choice regarding our logic a way that we think so we're seeing in the past that we had an old way of thinking that we we chose to 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 end almost it's this um childlike sense of wonder this imaginative place where we used to uh create these these fantasies as as a child and into our even into our uh, teen life where we you know we were the hero we we knew our purpose we had our archetype and 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 life got in the way we got clogged up we had to deal with reality and and school and what other people think and the job and what am i going to do in the future and you feel this this um this pushing away of this fantasy, this, this imagination, this childlike wonder, and ch- having to choose to not love that, not accept that. Now, w- with that, we walk into the present and we see the three of hearts. The three of hearts is about a growth in emotion. So where we're at right now is this point where we're realizing, hey, wait a minute. Do I really care what all these other people think? Like, is this really what I want in my life, and we're feeling like our life is stuck like we're 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 following another person's script. Um, as a child, we knew the story, we had the archetype, we knew what we wanted to be, we had the direction, and now we feel like, what do I do? I don't know where to go because I'm not the author of this story. I feel like I'm following another story, and that's where we find situation at right now is how this growing emotion of this realization especially with the times the way that they are right now we're seeing everything fall apart it's like wow there's a lot of illusion in this world there's a lot of things that don't even make sense it's a lot of chaos and, and bizarre bizarreness that just things that we thought were a hundred percent solid just evaporating right before our eyes and so that's where we find you at right now is and so how do we take action. What do we need to do? The Eight of Spades shows up and says we need to advance in our wisdom. We need to not abandon this wonder, this imaginative state, this hero of the past, this fantasy of our childhood. We don't we can't just abandon that. We need to integrate. We need to integrate who we are as a now, where we live in the world now, and the hero of our past. How do we do this? What What is the first steps? How do we reignite this? This What is the, the journey that you're on? Obviously, this is what I help all my one-on-one clients do is find their hero's journey, uh, figure out who they are, find out what their uh, archetype is, find out what their axiom is, and then map it out on a hero's journey and take forward and act on it and take steps. But what's the first step? Self-knowledge. You need to know who you are and what you need. You have to gain wisdom about yourself check out 16 personality types start journaling dream journals gain wisdom about who you are what you love what you don't love what you'll tolerate what your strengths are what your weaknesses are you need to gain information about yourself so that you can begin to resurface this childhood wonder into the actualized hero that you can take action on in the real world um you know I think what I'm doing now is a good example of that. As a child, my dream was to be the greatest magician. Uh, I wanted to be a magician. That was my goal. I wanted to do magic. And as I set that as my axiom, well, how do you do the greatest? Well, it's to bring back the art of the old and that's where i lead to where i'm at right now is rebirthing the wizard tradition um almost essentially dead art outside of the shady back rooms of the elites using it for nefarious means um i wanted to bring it back into the world and that's how i did it and i think you could follow a similar journey izzy and use that for yourself i hate talking about myself though (laughs) all right izzy i hope that that was beneficial for you i hope that gave you some point and you're saying this is on point i'm glad to hear that that was accurate for you awesome uh tara i had to step away that's me welcome tara did you want to get a reading Tara? i wasn't sure that guy in the gif i sent you was doing oh thank you I wasn't sure what that guy in the gif I sent you was doing he was trying to do a bad version of what I just did for you which was also to be honest not a very good version because I have very limited space on my phone unfortunately um Tara I stepped away no you're still here Tara if you want a reading Tara let me know uh I never had a wizard reading before Shantina Shantina if you'd like a wizard reading let me know and we'll get you on the queue uh i have shared and liked and sent many invites awesome tara since my let's get you on the list here this is on point do i have a gift or is my way all right tara let's get your reading but i just want to make sure i think i saw someone who i don't want to miss anybody awesome all right tara you are up I have shared and liked and sent many invites. Thank you very much, Tara. I really appreciate that. Since my dad passed away, I feel lost. I'm a daddy's girl, and now I can't call him. Oh, Tara, I am so sorry to hear that. I apo- I like well, can't apologize. It doesn't make any sense, but I, I feel for you. Oh, that's that's awful. I'm so sorry. Tara says that's what I need. Do I have a gift? Art is my way of breathing. Yes, please. Yes, I would like a reading. All right, Tara, let's just begin. Let's get you a reading going. Oh, Tara, that's, oh, that hurts. That's rough. So we're looking for direction. I have much going on. Yeah, sounds like it, man. And topple that with all the other negativity and trauma going on in the world right now. My God. Oh, Tara. Well, Tara, I, I think just before i doing the reading, what we talked about today, I think is a good start, the, the, how to hack your own reality, um, you know, writing the wins, writing the successes you have, um, reminding yourself of those successes, reminding yourself how you succeeded, and doing that frequently, and often, mentally, and literally reading it, and writing it, um, I think that's going to be a good place to start, and Unfortunately, though, and this is where we're at right now, is, is what what do you do if you don't have an axiom? Where where do I point that story towards? You can't be a hero without a axiom, without a hero's journey. And so, let's try and get a little bit more insight. And again, I mean, this is something that I work on one on one with my clients, and we, we do it for for months. So I'm probably not going to be able to do it all in one string for you right now, but I'm going to try my best to really get you the uh, the. The starting point that you need so that you can start the journey. And again, this isn't, there's a bunch of criteria to make this work. Um, it's not just like an overnight fix. You, you know, you've got a uh, self-knowledge is the start. You got to know yourself. You got to learn about yourself. This writing process that I just taught you is another element of it. Um, and figuring out who you are and what you want, what you won't tolerate. These are all important questions without self-knowledge. Um, we don't know how to set our own goals. And it's, that's not good because if we and most of society is designed around teaching you to not learn how to set your own axiom. If you set your own axiom, uh, then you are a force to be reckoned with. You are a hero now. Uh, They much rather have you have no axiom so that you can buy into their axiom and then you can go on their hero's journey and do whatever nefarious needs that they want. Now that's not all nefarious. There's people who do it for good. Um, You know, for example, a a weight loss coach. That would be someone who's trying to get you to adopt their hero's journey where you lose weight and uh, become a great client that paid them money and have a success story to get other clients. That's an example of a hero's journey. Um, But there's people who do it for politics. There's people who do it for evil. It's it's, uh, without your axiom, which should be founded in truth. That's Christ. However, from your overarching axiom you then need to set your internal axioms so just be aware of that all right let us begin i read once when i was ready for the lesson the teacher will come i've heard that before that's uh i guess you could say that about plato and socrates and aristotle and uh alexander the great yeah yeah there does seem to be something to that i think it's that once you're I think what it is is there's an infinite amount of data around you and once your brain is brought to the perception of that data realizing to look for the right information you see what you need to know um, around your environment I think that there's something to that there but there might also be I I think there's got to be a divine element as well God interacting yeah you sound really tired and drained today oh Madison I hope not I just had to work late that's probably it. Um, I read once. I also had to upload all of the podcasts because I didn't do any of that. <laughs> I read once when I was ready. Uh, I was trying to be, I'm trying to be my own weight loss coach. Awesome. I like it, Madison. My dad was a man of God. Yes. Awesome, Tara. That's great. Well, then you have the hope of eternal life. What a great thing to have. That's beautiful. With that all being said, Tara, I am sorry. I have, I am uh, rambly today. <laughs> Let us begin and get your reading going here. What advice does Tara need? Oh, now I know why I was rambling. Because I, this is a, this is a hard connection trying to figure out what the, yeah, yeah, there's so many, it's not that it's hard as in it's a hard problem to solve, it's hard because there's so many people who have so many different insights, there's so much wisdom out there for you, yeah, there's a lot, I think C.S. Lewis would help, yeah, let's go with him. So we're looking into the past and we see the seven of diamonds. The seven of diamonds is um, about the, the confidence in the material world. Oh, man. Tara, so we see, we see this, this confidence in the material world. It feels like everything's stable. It feels like everything that we know is real and grounded and we can trust it, it's existing. And we see that there in the past. And then, out of the blue, man, Jack of Hearts just comes. Yes, Tara, I'm glad he believed in the truth. Truth, the light, the way, Logos, Christ, path is narrow. Yeah, the truth. So we see the Jack of Hearts coming in here, and so it's just this force of emotion just blasts through the doors. We see this whole material world just blow up. Everything that we know, it feels like, the restaurants are shutting down. I, I can't call my dad. I, I, I've lost so much. And and I, it's like these little tiny things. And it's, I have to put a on mask onto the grocery store shopping. What What is that? And and now the economy's shutting down. But apparently it's not shutting down. And, and it, it is going, but it isn't going. And it's just chaos everywhere. And so there's just emotions just charging through. Bam, bam, bam. Reality shattering. And what do we do how do we find order in this chaos and so we look to the future here and what we see is the the king of hearts now archetypically you know there's there's it's so profound the the answer here is so multifaceted um again I'll censor as much as I can because it's a public stream obviously I don't want to get too personal um but you know it's it's the how do we get through this time we set our ideal our axiom we have this higher force this truth this ultimate truth this thing that cannot be shaken even if what we believe to be true is false if everything falls apart We still have the Father. We still have the truth. We still have the hope of eternal life. We still have the hope of reality. Um, And more importantly, it's the King of Hearts. So this is knowledge of the emotions. This is specifically understanding that the reason it hurts so bad is because we love so much. Um, It's a testament to our love. That's what the King of Hearts represents. And so what do we do to break free of this time it's understanding this is a time of mourning this is a time of pain and that we need to turn to the source of truth the ultimate that the one that will never shake and that's what we see here for the king of hearts is um and c.s lewis you know he, he lost his wife to cancer um and he he was a christian and and it was because of his and that loss of his wife to cancer was so painful that he he questioned his faith and realized that you know realized that the moments he had with her were a gift instead and it actually ended up renewing his faith and making it stronger and so that's why i think c.s lewis is a really great person to, to turn to right now I, I would recommend reading him c.s lewis is a fantastic author uh he has many books Mere christianity is a great start um but the me, c.s lewis is really going to help you out i would definitely check him out read his book i think it's going to give you the insight you're looking for i see so many of my ancestors in my dreams. yet with my dad i oh with my dreams in my dreams, yet with my dad, I dream I keep missing his call. My dad was saying this. with ALS. I'm not sure what that is, but I'm sorry about that, Tara. Wow, so he, that's cool. He was a philosopher. Nice. Yeah. Well, with your dreams, I mean, I have a whole lecture on it. It's like an hour and a half, so there's there's a lot of information about dreams. Dreams are very profound Uh, gateways to information, but they also remind us of of trauma. Um, There's symbolic dreams, there's archetypical dreams, and then there's just silly dreams that don't actually mean anything, but they freak us out. Uh, So it's important to identify which dreams are which. Um, For example, it sounds like you're recurring one of the fear. It's it's just recreating the trauma for you, which is uh, your brain trying to remind you, hey, something painful happened here. Um, How do we solve this problem in the future? And so that's where that recurrence comes from. The, the archetypical dreams can be even further, um, giving more profound wisdom that you didn't otherwise have. They're actually a proof of God. Uh, that's why Carl Jung said, I don't believe in God. I know there is a God. And so I would check that out as well. Um, but really where I think it begins is Luke Garrick's disease. I'm not... I'd, I'm not a doctor. I'm sorry. I don't know. I don't know any of the, the medical conditions, but I'm I'm sorry to hear that. That's, that sounds awful. Um, but yeah, so, so Tara, that, that's my wisdom for you. That's my advice. He became a prisoner inside his body. Ah, oh, that's terrible. Yeah. I mean, it's, Socrates wrote about that in, uh, the life and the trial and death of Socrates. he, he talked about how the, the philosopher, which you mentioned that he was, um, that's what a philosopher trains for. A philosopher lives their life knowing that they're a soul trapped in a body. They live a life understanding it. So it's not so much being a prisoner if you're a philosopher. If you're a philosopher, that state is the, It's a painful moment, but it's the realization that you are a soul that can get through this. And it is a trial, but through that trial is freedom. And that's Socrates uh took the, the hemlock, drank it and and uh took his own death, uh willingly he was executed and he could have escaped and he chose not to, because he wasn't going to run away and let philosophy die. He was able to he said he had lived a life as a philosopher, and this was the moment he'd prepared for, his whole life was for this. So know that that it sounds like he was a philosopher he knew the truth he spoke the truth and so while it is deeply painful and profoundly dark there is um, hope on the other side and that is what philosophy gives Amy you should research it it's very rare did he love me well tara i think you would know that better than I. I'm not. I'm not a psychic. I can't communicate with the dead. Um, I am not a. I don't talk to spirits or angels or demons or anything of that nature. Um, and I can't predict the future or tell you other people's thoughts. But I think you would know. You 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 know the answer to that Tara. You you definitely know. Perseverance. Yeah, yeah. That's, I mean that's a quality, of. That's uh, one of the Aristotelian virtues. He was with a stepmom. I'm not sure what that means. But, yeah. I I mean... I, I think you know the answers to these questions, Tara, and this is where... Like I was recommended in the other readings is self-knowledge. I think self-knowledge is the place to go. You need to ask yourself these questions. You need to write these things down. You need to express the emotions. You need to get them on paper. Um, You need to take action on these ideas. That's going to be the key here. And learn from yourself. Gain the wisdom from yourself. Go to truth. Go to the Bible. Um, That's where you're going to really get the wisdom you need. C.S. Lewis, I think, is a great start as well so with that can you tell me what is my purpose uh Tara like your purpose you're you're a human being with a soul you're a human being with a soul think about that let's 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 go let's take it from every perspective here let's go secular uh you're an unending chain that begins with the beginning of the universe molecules break apart the Uh, infinite expansion exploding gases nuclear bombs uh, trillions of years going by in a flash to lead to you going through an unending unbroken chain of evolution to where you're at right now you are a miracle and that's the secular approach and it gets crazier the secular approach that I just described is less believable than the truth Now, what is the truth? The truth is that didn't happen at all. This was designed by a great programmer, by the greatest programmer. And you are a human being. You are a creature that was given the breath of life, you were given a soul. Okay? You are so powerful, so important, so meaningful that you will rule over the angels in the end. That's right. You're above the angels. You're above the angels and the demons. Now, sometimes it doesn't feel like that. Well, the entire world's designed to make you not feel like that. How do you follow your path? How do you find your purpose? By following truth. When you identify truth and you live by truth and you got let truth guide you, you don't need to worry about Your purpose, you need to follow truth, which is the ultimate purpose. And then from that ultimate purpose, your individuality, your unique powers, your unique qualities will reveal themselves to you shortly. Once you start following the true truth, your purpose becomes obvious. Everyone has a different way of expressing the truth. Um, But as long as you're moving towards the truth, promoting the beautiful, promoting the good, promoting the true, you got this made, man. You will succeed. no Tara I can't I can't predict the future I'm not a psychic or tell you information about other people I, again not not a psychic you remind me of how my dad spoke to me well Tara I I mean go to the bible go to go there go to philosophy go to truth go to Aristotle go to Plato go to the bible go to C.S. Lewis that that's where you're gonna get the wisdom you need that's that's what you need to hear (laughs) and with that I think um guys it, it is I didn't realize how long I've been going it is time to close up the stream but uh thank you guys very much for tuning in thank you so much for letting me give you guys some readings and give some advice today um, I hope that it was beneficial for you. And I will be back again tomorrow at 9 p.m., Monday through Friday at 9 p.m. And if you uh, share the stream, guys, it really helps me out. And you can uh, support me at paypal.me forward slash askawizard, where you can pay whatever you think a reading is worth. And I will uh, greatly appreciate it. But please do not support if you cannot afford it. That is not what it is for. Uh, I follow a Plutonic model, a Socratic model pay for the, whatever you believe the wisdom is worth and what you can afford. So with all of that being said, thank you very much. And if you could refer one philosopher in particular to read up on... Yeah, Tara, that, C.S. Lewis. <laughs> C.S. Lewis is the, the one philosopher. C.S. Lewis. He wrote The Chronicles of Narnia, which is a children's story uh, book, but his philosophy was mere Christianity. Um, just get this whole thing right here. It's his signature series. It's got... Uh, like ten of his books, just get this right there. That'll that'll get you to go. And he's really great because he's one of the more modern philosophers. So um, I find that for people who aren't used to reading philosophy, reading C.S. Lewis is a great start because he writes in a very familiar way. Uh, It's much easier to understand than, like, you pop open Pascal or you pop open Nietzsche or, God forbid, Aristotle. (laughs) But Aristotle isn't even that it's, I mean, there's obviously the Greek to English thing and 4,000 years of time, but also the fact that he's just the smartest person who ever lived, which is creepy. Yes, you got it right, Tara. That is correct. All right, everybody. Well, thank you very much for tuning in, and I will see you all tomorrow. Have a great evening. Peace. Oh, ancient philosophy is your favorite? Then Plato, go to Plato. He's easier to read than uh, Aristotle. Aristotle is just really, really, Aristotle's a fantastic thing to read. Everyone should read it, if for no other purpose to be reminded that um, they are not that smart. Aristotle is just a constant reminder that there are people significantly more intelligent than you. And you just found the smartest one. So let's listen to what he has to say. (laughs) It's just a great reality check. But Plato is much easier to read. Um, I would start with Plato. All right. See you guys later. Peace.